and welcome to the Lyman Wolf Podcast. I am your host, Raceland, and I'm joined here today by my co-host, Nate. How you doing, buddy? Howdy doing? Pretty good. And on today's episode, we actually have a special guest today. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello, hello. My name is Tyler Stans, and welcome to Prime Time, bitch. I've had my spoonful of instant coffee and washed it down with Diet Coke, and I'm feeling beautiful and bad. And I'm hoping for straight talk only here, fellas. Just, uh, just saying. All right, that was not the intro I was expecting. <laughs> um, so on today's episode, the reason why we brought you on today is because we are watching, or we're reviewing A Nightmare on Elm Street 3 Dream Warriors. The reason why you're here, Ty, is because you're actually the one who introduced both of us to the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. Isn't that right? He he got us to watch them. Uh, yeah, I mean... You- we were introduced I put the, to I put the, the bug in your ear way yeah. before then. Yeah, we we uh we had never seen these movies, and then Ty was like basically made us watch them. So we figured have him p- put on the podcast because these are his like one of his favorite genres. One could say I uh, infiltrated your dreams and uh, incepted the idea. <laughs> that is true. Well, one could say that yes, <laughs> and they would be accurate. <laughs> so. With this in mind, what, let's let's just go ahead and dive deep in to get into the movie. Uh, what was your initial thoughts before starting the movie, Nate? Like, what what were you looking forward to? What were you expecting? I uh, was so hoping to see more of a Freddy that I've learned through pop culture rather than the first two films because they were not quite the Freddy I was accustomed to. So yeah. I don't know much. I, of, I didn't know much about Freddy. Because I've only seen the first two, and I don't know anything about the pop cultures, anything. I kind of ignore that stuff. So I didn't know yeah. what to expect. And this definitely was different than the last movie, that's for sure. That's two movies, really. Well, I mean, the first movie, I feel like this is more similar to the first movie. It definitely has more in common with the first movie yeah. than the second movie. Yeah. So would you say that this is a better movie than the second one? I'd say better than the first two. I would say it's better. I really like the second one, but I know it's kind of the black sheep of the franchise. But this, I would say this is a more accurate representation of the franchise as a whole than okay. the second one is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I love the first one. I like the second one. It was all right. This one was definitely a step up from the second one. So I enjoyed it. So let's go. Just go ahead and dive in, I guess. Um, Nate, go ahead. you want to start us off? Uh, so one of the things that really from the beginning of the movie really set the tone for me, at least, uh, was that Kristen did not want to go to sleep. And I first thought it was because she knew about Freddy Krueger. Oh, so they're, they have established the lore to people and people do not want to sleep. Okay. I understand. Turns out that's not entirely the way it is. Like it's part of it, but not exactly. Uh, and as soon as she did sleep, like she went into a nightmare that would be, I would consider a nightmare. Uh, I have, I have in my notes, little yeah. girl on bike. Nate is already scared. Yeah. <laughs> That's like so I'm true. just not only like little girl on bike, but little girl on bike and other children, including little girls singing the Freddie rhyme. And, and in the front playing like slow motion i'm just like nah man. and not, that, o- not only that but like she grabs the little girl and like runs and then she's like put me down and it's a skeleton it's just like ah! yeah i will say like 
the moment she picked her up and started like running throughout the house with her, I kept expecting either three things to happen. One, the little girl was going to become Freddy. I thought two, that too. The little girl was going to be a doll. For oh. which I was just I was like, oh, please don't be a doll. Like I, <laughs> for I those don't need a trifecta. Yeah, for those listening, <laughs> Nate is terrified of dolls. Uh, and children and that's true mostly little yeah. girls honestly most little girls but yeah it they terrify me hey w- and since then, they have therapies therapy sessions in this do you want to get into that nate yeah group therapy <laughs> straight, straight talk only please straight, <laughs> straight talk, talk only. straight talk uh and then or the third option her becoming a skeleton at least one of those options i was pretty sure was going to happen so i'm pretty happy that i was correct in one of them so Ty, uh, so t- real quick, Ty, before we dive deep, how many times have you seen this movie? Like, when was the last time you saw it? Um, I watched it. I've probably seen this movie three or four times. So it's definitely okay. one of your favorite movies. Um, yeah, I, I think it's a, definitely a high point in the franchise. Okay, so that's why it's like I can't really ask you the questions of like, <laughs> were you expecting that, Ty? <laughs> um, I can say when the first time I watched this, I was not expecting what we ended up getting i didn't i liked it but this was uh like i said this is i would say this movie is pretty different from not only the second one i think it's it's closer to the first one but i think it's also very different from the first one as well i agree with that i agree with that because i think by the end of this movie not to get too much into it i think it almost becomes like a like a superhero x-men type movie kind of yeah which i was definitely not powers i was definitely not expecting that uh so real quick for any listeners going in, we are going to spoil some stuff. Well, yeah, oh, yeah. that's yes. normally what happens with these reviews. Yeah. Uh, just wanted to get it clarified real quick. Um, so I had a question that actually got answered by the movie itself early on when I was listening to the Freddy rhyme uh, was like, grab your crucifix. And I was like, to has anyone ever actually tried to grab the crucifix to go against Freddy? But I then don't the movie so. actually does do that. So I was pretty happy that someone did at least. Yeah. I, speaking of that, I was really hoping they'd kind of go more into deep of what Freddy actually is. And they hint at it. But oh, it, that's actually probably one of my... I have two notes about that because one... We get a Freddy Krueger origin story. Yeah, which, which was cool. Not, uh, was kind of messed gross, up. Yeah, oh, it, was me- it was definitely messed up, but I enjoyed having a backstory besides, oh, uh, Freddy killed a bunch of kids, they killed him, th- the end. And they and will also, expand upon that more in the later movies. Okay, cool. Okay. Oh, cool, cool. And also that he has a title that I've never heard before, but is such like a hardcore demonic like title the bastard of a hundred maniacs which was crazy yep he's got that he's got the springwood slasher he's got a yeah. lot of uh nicknames like i don't ever hear any of these nicknames outside of i guess these movies because mm-hmm. it i feel like that's so weird because they're super cool sounding when it comes <laughs> to like evil demonic creatures and yet nothing so the first thing I have in my notes, which is hilarious, is like, as soon as the movie starts and they're in the hospital or whatever, I go, holy shit, it's Morpheus from the Matrix. 
Oh, yeah, that's uh, uh, Larry Fishburne. Fishburne. I was yeah. just like, oh my god, what? A I'm very young, very young sk- Lawrence Fishburne. Very skinny. <laughs> Good old Max. I actually like Max. He was I cool was character. not expecting that because I, I start the movie. He was the good orderly. And I start, yeah. I look, I'm like, I know that. Is that Morpheus? So I had to like literally IMDB it. So I was like, oh my god, what the hell? Yeah. I was not expecting that. Before he took up the name Lawrence Fishburne as his professional name. I didn't even know he had a different name. Well, it's the same name, just different style. Oh. Like, with me, it would be Nathaniel and Nate. Yeah. Um, And With me, it would be Tiberius and Ty. That's not true. (laughs) No, not at all. (laughs) So, and Nancy's back. That was Nancy's back. I was honestly not expecting that. That was pretty cool. See, I had actually had that spoiled for me. I already knew Nancy was going to be in this, uh, but I wasn't sure what role she would take to find out that she was a like therapist, like a license yeah. and everything. Didn't they say it's it only been? Didn't they say it's only been like six years or something like that? I'm not so. sure, but fun fact, uh, Heather Langenkamp is only three years older in this movie than she was in the first one. My point exactly. Like, how could they expect her to be, like, this, like, therapist doctor within, well, like... Well, I mean, she, was a she, be, she could like, be playing she an older character, and also, I, I guess they tried to make her look a little older, but she is only 23 in this movie. Yeah. Really? Uh, That's crazy. Yeah. Professionally, she... Like he literally was like, she's just a superstar in college. Like mm-hmm. she's she's not a full on professional yet, but that was what she is going for. Uh which I thought was really cool. It, using your past trauma to push forward into a field of study that you could help others with what you've dealt with. Um, speaking of Nancy, one of my notes says that's like <clears throat> When they were talking about, like, oh, you need to use this experimental drug. And the doctor, before he knew anything about Freddy, was just like, fine, I'll stick my neck out for you and do it. Why would the doctor use an experimental drug and just be okay with it? Doctors use experimental drugs all the time. I don't know, Um, man. That was just, like, kind of straight. It just kind of stuck out to me. As long as the drug has passed certain trials. Didn't they say it hadn't passed trials yet? If well, they Nancy had trials, then Nancy wouldn't already have a prescription to it. Oh, okay. I guess that's true. It's just a new... It's just a very new drug that was still experimental. Like, they're like, mm. And fun fact for later, uh, Hypnosil will not show up again for a long time, but it will show up again much later in the series. What is it? Uh, okay. In a certain crossover movie. Yeah, uh, the drug. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're, we're going to get... Through all the Freddy Krueger movies, that's my plan at least. At some point on the podcast. Um, I did note that the first kill in this movie didn't happen until about the 30 minute mark, which I thought was kind of strange. Very patient movie when it comes to that. You get a lot You get a lot of Freddy scenes, but you don't get an actual kill. And by the way, that kill is disgusting. Uh, it is. With the, the nasty tendril uh, puppet yeah, strings. Ripping his tendons out. That was kind of weird, and they're just like, oh, he's sleepwalking again, man. <laughs> yeah, like, first off, that nurse is completely unobservant to, because, like, your peripheral vision should have picked up. Yeah, he just literally I, walked in front of her. <laughs> yeah, like, his, I think his name was Michael. Uh, 
I'm not positive. But one, the patient that died walk like was walking extremely awkwardly because like a zombie. you know Kim his tendons are ripped out so he's literally a marionette puppet but yeah he's sleepwalking Philip his name is Philip okay thank you um so yeah the nurse that was at her station completely missed it also you have a patient that is already diagnosed for sleepwalking and trying to commit suicide i would imagine having his door specifically locked would be a thing like so he doesn't get up and roam the halls or get into something that he could do yeah i was i i was confused on why their doors were unlocked to begin with if they're supposed to be well, in a psychiatric ward they're known for quote-unquote killing them trying to kill themselves you'd think they'd be yeah. locked up well, it was just I think, a little odd. I don't think it would have mattered anyway because I'm pretty sure he has Philip actually walk through a door. He does. Oh, uh, yeah, he be- did do that, didn't he? Because right at the end of the hall where the nurse is, the door is chained with a lock on it. And in the dream, it shows him with, like, his tendons are still out, so it's the dream world. He goes right through it, but we don't really see from how that happens in the real world. So we're definitely getting to the point where uh, there are not really any rules (laughs) for Freddy's powers, which I guess is fine because dreams don't need to make sense. Yeah. Uh, But they do start playing a little fast and loose with what he can and cannot do. Yeah, it is kind of hard to tell sometimes, that's for sure. Reality and the dream definitely blend a lot in this. Um, Mm -hmm. One of the things, like the nun turning out, like I did not... I fully expected the nun to be Freddy, just messing with Neil. I could, I thought uh, that too, honestly. Which I even made a note. I was like, it's kind of weird that uh, Freddy is making a nun appear and disappear for Neil. That doesn't seem very scary for Freddy or messing with Neil. So was, the, then, was the nun? That's fine. Was the, sorry? Uh, was the nun there supposed to be like quote an angel from God or something? No, it's Freddy's more, mom. I know that. That I understand that, but like, with way Freddy is portrayed as quote like some kind of like demon style thing, I didn't know maybe this was an angelic style thing to counteract Freddy. No, I, I think, think she was, just, was a ghost. Yeah, I think it was just the spirit of his mom trying to stop her son from doing evil. That makes more sense, I guess. Uh, especially considering the way he was brought about <laughs> like oh, he's man. brought into the world naturally no problems no nothing right no no mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah then the next thing on my note is this is the this is more like the freddy i've come to expect uh because we do get a lot more comedy in his kills even not just the jokes of conversation but he does put a lot more effort in how he kills his victims. Yeah, some of the kills are just crazy brutal. Like, what was your oh, yeah. what was your favorite kill of the movie, guys? I have a hard time picking my favorite kill, um, just because of how like mean the kills are in nature. I think the most effective one for me was the the needles in the arms. That was pretty messed up. Yeah, it was really messed uh, up. So, and then the suction cup, like, puncture things, I thought just was nasty. It's just memorable so I, for me. I didn't even 
I guess they were suction cups. I thought they were little mouths, like yes, trying much. to yeah. get. That's what the, I thought. Yeah, it was just nasty. Yeah, that was a brutal one. The uh, the one that, that made me laugh was honestly the uh, the wheelchair one. Oh, <laughs> poor. Uh, was it Will? Yeah, I was like, oh, I bet he's gonna survive. He's gonna like he blew up the wheelchair. He, Dude had wizard powers yeah, and everything. And yeah, he, he yeah. like found his courage, and he was like, "I'm gonna defeat you." Stab. Honestly, I'm like, "Oh no!" So Will's not my favorite death in it, but he is my least favorite death because it felt like he had a very good grasp on how to wield the dream reality. Agreed. And yet, agreed. He's the one that gets taken out. Like, what? If anybody were to survive in that area, it should have been Will. How many mm-hmm. how many people actually survived? Like how many kids? Honestly, I think There's only uh, four, right? You get Kristen survives, Joey Kincaid. survives, and Kincaid, I think, are the only three. Yeah. And then the doctor survives too. Dude. Dr. Neil. I'm gonna say right now, I was very much not expecting Nancy to get killed at the end. Yeah, it's a bummer, but I you know. I was not expecting that. I'm like, oh, Nancy's gonna survive. She's gonna be in the. Future. She almost made it. Yeah, I didn't expect it, but I also wasn't like broken up, shock about it. <laughs> well, not like she was a survivor and looked like she was having some kind of romance with Neil, which which was, was weird, weird, creepy. inappropriate. Yeah, uh, but like, okay, but. To me, it just was felt more like, okay, Freddy has now finished his business that was carried over from the first movie. He can go on to bigger and eviler things. Uh, speaking, so. of, speaking of inappropriate uh, romances, what did you think of that really awesome orderly? The he one, sucks. Yeah, uh, the, the one, nurse? Yeah, the guy who's oh, like... The, okay. The, the drug... Yeah, the guy who's basically bribing and blackmailing this chick into trying to sleep with him. Yeah, the yeah that already was a dude. I really wanted Max to confront him. I really was hoping Freddy would get him, but I knew he wouldn't go after him. I really wanted uh, Freddy to kill him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was like, when it happened, I'd go, oh, I hope that guy dies. The Did he even have a name? Douchebag. Yeah, that's kind of what I called him. Yeah, uh, it's just what a piece of garbage. And, Lorenzo, maybe? And he was like, maybe. oh, who's gonna, who are the doctor's going to believe? me an orderly or some junkie and i'm like wow what a dick yeah yeah i know they definitely did a good job of representing two sides of the orderlies with max and that guy because yeah max was the mvp yeah max was like the caring orderly that befriended the patients while this dude was the one who took advantage of the patients and then he offered a red or a blue pill to get out of the dream not gonna lie like even (laughs) though i know that matrix was way after this I was really hoping that he would offer like a red or blue pill just for Matrix to pull off an Easter egg that no one really noticed. <laughs> like that would have been hilarious. Can we both agree, or all three of us agree, that that uh, it was plainly obvious that the the hot nurse that was luring was Joey into yeah, Joey. the room? 
It was so obvious. Why did Joey not notice that? Like, come on. Well, Joey's a horny idiot. Yeah, (laughs) first off. But they just were talking about how Freddy was fucking with them and trying to kill them. They had all agreed that that, they all know about Freddy, that Freddy's trying to kill them and messing with them. And also, out of nowhere, this this orderly's like, hey, Joey, come here. Let's have sex. Uh, One, first off, none of them realized they were in the dream world yet. At all. So Joey genuinely believes he is still in reality. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. If we are experimenting with going into the dream world where a murderer, like a mystical murderer is trying to kill me. And out of nowhere, some super hot chick is just like, come here, Raceland. Come to my chamber. I'm going to be like, I'm going to question that. I wouldn't question it. (laughs) He was already like they were having an interaction earlier before douchebag orderly interrupted them and then kind of like escorted her away from joey uh like maybe it was it was an innocent meeting but to a horny teenager are you talking about when she just dropped he could have played that up in his head are you just talking about when she dropped the towels and he picked it up yes uh yeah that's a to moment a horny teenager a moment? that could have he could have played that's that a up moment in his to head. a horny teenager oh, come yeah on. like which which by the way um I forgot. No, the best kill in the movie is "Welcome to Prime Time, Bitch." Oh yeah, the uh, killing of the, the fucking actress. TV shit. Yeah, oh, the wannabe God. actress. That yeah. one. I as soon as she got introduced, I was like, "Oh, she's gonna die real early." I also like how uh, Freddie shows up on the talk show before uh, he came through the TV. Right. He's like, "I got something to say." <laughs> Who gives a um, fuck what you think? <laughs> all right, so. I, that actually made me think of my favorite kill, which is, I guess, technically not a real kill. It was a kill in the dream world, killing of Kristen's mom. Oh, yeah. Oh, when he grabs like, the head and rips it off. Chris, Kristen's yeah. mom kind of sucks also. Yeah, oh, she's, yeah. She's a horrible mother. Uh, um, can you be quiet? I have a guest. Yeah. Where's like, the oh, you, You're a little worried about your dreams. Just, I need to go meet my gentleman caller, Okay. Uh, Speaking of Kristen, what about the whole like um, she could pull people into her dreams power thing? That's her power. Yeah, that's, that's so that just weird. I, they, they, I was not expecting them to get superpowers. It's called Dream Warriors. I know that. I get that. But like, that could be anything. I will say that she's bringing people that like Will's dream power of being able to be a wizard is a normal occurrence with dreams if you can realize that you are in a dream. Exactly. Kristen being able to pull other people's consciousness into a dream realm is a bit out of place. Exactly. But so is a sleep demon that haunts (laughs) you, Raceland. Like, this is not grounded in pure fact of science. This is reality, okay? I just want you uh, guys to know that dream powers are not going to go away anytime soon. Oh, I'm, I'm fully I'm, for it. Matter of fact, yeah, I'm okay with that. The last thing I have in my notes is asking you guys what you would want your dream power or warrior persona to be. I have no Perfect. idea. I have no idea. Ty, you answer this. Then think about it. Uh, well, no, this is for all right, later. We'll, so we'll you think all think it. about it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have a note about uh, Kristen, uh, played by Patricia Arquette. Mm-hmm. Anybody ever watch the show Medium? Nope. She's the blonde lady from Medium. Okay. 
I know that isn't she the sister of David Arquette? Yes, which from the is, Scream movies. Yeah, uh, but I know him from like Eight Legged Freaks. Uh, <laughs> like that's my favorite David Arquette. Movie. I think he was also a wrestler at some point. Yeah, in uh, Ready to Rumble, which All is right. my second favorite David Arquette movie. I don't know who any of these people are. I think he did like real wrestling. Well. WCW. Oh, real I wouldn't be surprised. Like yeah. he seems like he would. Wrestling's but, good. Okay. <laughs> he is like he was oh before uh, oh, the actor who played Odd Thomas or Star Trek. Anton Yelchin. Uh mm-hmm. before him I know that name. David Arquette was my favorite, like off major movie actor. Oh, okay. So um <laughs> so ty what was your favorite part of the movie <clears throat> my favorite part of the movie honestly um <clears throat> i really like the scene where uh it's like the first time that freddie and nancy come face to face with each other and she saves him from, or she saves uh oh yeah Kristen from the freddie worm yeah she's <laughs> and, uh, worm. With a gl- and then like freddie looks at him up and he's like you and she's like oh my god i just i think that's a great like way to remind everybody that like because it's been a couple of years since the original nightmare and yeah I think he it's still a great remembers way her to have them like recognize each other I, yeah I, I really like that scene no that is a good scene i yeah. like it's a great showing of Kristen's ability bringing nancy into the thing for an emergency uh it's a great way to show that this was the final girl of the original Friday or uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. And when I think Final Girl, I immediately think Friday. Uh, But yeah, this was the original girl or Final Girl. So she is the one who can take care of Kristen in that moment. Like she saves the new Final Girl of sorts. And I will say this. I think that this is a good thing for this is like the start of one of the things that the Elm Street series does the best, uh, ex- except for the second movie. Uh, the movies actually have a pretty decent like continuity with each other. So right. characters that were introduced in one movie will come back in the next movie. Obviously not Nancy, because she dies yeah. in this one, but other Dream Warrior characters will be in the next one, and then so on and so on. For the most part, it, 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 this series has like the best continuity out of all the slasher franchises. That's okay. why I'm so attracted to this franchise versus something like where it's just a guy in a mask killing people. Yeah, and then like in like for example on Friday for the most part, you're usually going to get a new set of characters every time you like get a new movie with m- like minor exceptions, but with for this one, for the most part it follows like characters that you are familiar with. Which I that's oh. the things that attract me because I'm not really into the f- slasher genre that much not that i don't enjoy them it's that i just never got into them and that that's why i think this one is uh, is like more on my lines because i like a continuation of character growth and stuff like that then uh i could be wrong but doesn't the scream franchise do that as well with yes uh, <laughs> uh the scream franchise i think is probably even better at it because you literally get the same three characters in every scream movie Okay. Uh, for now, for now, they're still, still making I, them. So <laughs> I still need to watch. I've, I've never seen a single one of them. Uh, Wes Craven directed uh, the first four Scream movies. 
Who's Wes Craven? The guy who created Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, okay. I don't I don't know names he, of people. He's like stuff. a horror master. The horror master, he didn't uh, come back for the new one because he sadly passed away. Oh, that's sad. Well, uh, one thing that I was not expecting going into this movie in the very beginning, I was not expecting the kids to be the remainders of the Elm Street or the yeah the Elm Street kids. That was kind of a shock to me. I was expecting them to just be some random kids that Freddy was just trying to kill. So that's kind of a dumb thing. Um, you have to kind of suspend your disbelief a little bit with this franchise because there it seems like he's always finding oh there look there's even more Elm Street kids that we didn't know about beforehand. Yeah. It's Elm Street in a different city. That's all. Uh, yeah. That that's a line that'll come up later. Oh my god, that was a joke. Uh, <laughs> so actually, about that, I am kind of glad for this one at least that they did that because we they talk about how Nancy's parents were a part of a mob that did this to Freddie. And yet Nancy seemed to be the only one that was like being targeted and her, her life was being ruined. I was wondering why none of the other parents, children seem to be going through this. Well, so I mean, I was, he kills a lot of people in the first Elm street movie also. That yeah. But they don't really say that the other kids, parents were part of that mob though. No. Well, they were, were they? Yeah. Okay. I was I was just wondering like why he was specifically targeting Nancy and her group of friends <clears throat> when it was a mob of people and her parents just seemed were a part of it. Yeah, you kind of have to keep watching these movies to like so they can like peel away the lore a little bit more. And we and will. Yeah, so like you get a little bit more with every movie that you watch. Yeah, I I am uh, very much enjoying the franchise, that's for sure. I was actually all week. I was telling my wife, I'm like, dude, I can't wait to watch this movie on Friday. <laughs> I'm I'm glad that like the second movie didn't scare you guys off. Oh, I enjoyed the second movie. It was just, yeah. I gave, I think I gave it a three out of five and I gave the first one a four out of five. So, mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, it's I don't still, my writing. still a good movie. It's just, it wasn't as good as the first one. Yeah. I don't remember my ratings, but I'm pretty, I like the second one. I like the second one quite a bit. Yeah, it is weird it that is. you're that that you have such like you love that movie compared to like this one. I wouldn't say I I wouldn't say I love it, and I, and I wouldn't I don't even know if I would say it's better than Dream Warriors, but okay. I I appreciate it for how different it is, and I really like a lot of the things they did with it. Yeah. Did we ever get the answer, uh, the question answered, Nate? Of like, the, is Freddy like not have a body anymore from the second movie? Because no, he. Well, I I mean you kinda get it in this movie. You see his bones are Yeah, uh, he still has buried. Yeah, oh which, that's I, which that, by the way, boys that was so by the way, funny. boys I I must say, um that guy was doing it all wrong with, with trying to bury the body. He should have just salted the bones and burned them. Right? Supernatural style. Like that's, the entire time I'm just like Sam and Dean wouldn't have made this. <laughs> Sam thing, and Dean right? would have had this done already. Yeah, like, Imagine Sam and Dean taking on Freddy Krueger. That'd be really I would watch it. That would be they so been cool. Like, they would have been like, okay, Sam, you go and take on Freddy in the dream. Me and Castiel, will we'll burn the body. Oh, we'll burn yeah, the Castiel would have probably just yeah. killed Freddy on his own. <laughs> Castiel would have been like... Palm on Damn. the forehead, done. Yeah, it would have <laughs> been over. I could, just, I could just purge him. Just just let me purge him, please. No, no, Cass, we gotta burn his bones. <laughs> all right, all right, enough fan fiction. <laughs> but that actually does bring me up to a note where at the end of the movie, I was kind of wanting... 
of Freddy and Constantine crossover. Because I think that would be hilarious because they're both really sarcastic characters and both like, well, terrifying. Uh, so I would love to see a John Constantine versus Freddy Krueger crossover at some point somewhere down the line. There's a lot of crossovers I'd love to see happen with Freddy Krueger. Yeah. I just want him in Fortnite now. Dude, I would love him to be in Fortnite. They even, they even have the, uh, the, the pickaxe already. You could just use Freddy's glove. Yeah, like they have teased a lot of slasher film characters, and a lot of people want those characters in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year, a lot of people did speculate it was going to be Freddy, and it still might be. Fortnite is not over. But we'll see. So, Ty, who uh, would, out of all the classic f- slasher movie villains and stuff, who would you want in Fortnite the most? Out of all the villains, probably right now, Freddy. Really? Over like Michael Myers or Jason or anything like that? I, I mean, I love Michael Myers. Don't get me wrong. Uh, you know, got my son with me right here. Uh, <laughs> but um... for you, though, that don't know, he doesn't actually have a son. He's talking about his Funko Pop. That he just put so into I, the camera. My, my Michael Myers. So if he pop. ever does have a son, I really hope he names him Michael Myers. I was going to make him <laughs> Michael Myers stands. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh my God. Um, no, but uh, no, I think I, I, I think that like the possible, oh, then again, if, if we get Michael Myers and the emote plays the uh, Halloween theme, then I want that. But if we can get Freddy Krueger, I think like with his glove. Harvesting tool. What do you think? What do you tool, think Freddy's like emote would be? Uh, I think that the one with him cutting his finger off in the first movie would be oh. pretty oh, yeah. like, And then little llamas would grow out of it. Yeah, or a little confetti <laughs> would come out. Yeah. That would be pretty funny. I know they don't really do voice lines, but if we could also get him saying, this is God, that would be pretty good also. Yeah, that's actually uh, a contention with the Ash Williams skin that's coming out is a lot of people really think they missed the mark by him not pulling out his shotgun and saying groovy yeah uh never seen that franchise bringing us back to the movie real quick i'm curious because i guess it's a good thing that nancy died in one respect (laughs) what because (laughs) i'm glad she died (laughs) well i'm not i'm not glad i'm just saying it might have been a good thing because i cannot explain any other way of joey's cuts on his chest that oh, that's Freddy right. Krueger. It's like, come and get me or come and get him or something like that. Yeah. Come save him, bitch. Oh, that's what it said. Uh, yeah. And this is also, <laughs> this is not to cut you off. This is also the introduction of Freddy's favorite word, bitch. Yeah. Uh, you will say definitely. that a lot. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine being Joey and you're fighting to get released from the psych ward and you go home and your parents are like, Joey, oh my What's god, we can see it. You see, come get, come get him, bitch. And he's like, what is that? It's a tattoo. Yeah. But, like, Nancy was the only one in that room when he got those marks. And she was forbidden from seeing these kids. Was that <laughs> before or after she's forbidden? That was after. Was it? Because, oh no, it might have no, been No, right it was before. Because it was right after he went into the coma. And then that was when she was in the room. And then after that, the doctors came out and was like, yeah, okay. fired. Well, no, because she left and he, they were, uh, Neil was in the room, just outside the room, looking at Joey too. So it was, it was after she got forbidden from seeing them. I don't remember. 
Uh, but either way, she was the only one in that room, <clears throat> so she would have been the one getting blamed, especially by that Dr. Uh, Elizabeth Sims. Uh, she would have been like, um, no, logically speaking, she was the only one in that room, so she had to have cut Joey while he was in a coma. Nah, it was a ghost demon thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I wasn't sure if that was part of the dreamscape, but it didn't, like, seem to be a part of the dreamscape. Like, like we've mentioned before, they blend dream and reality very well in this, so it was kind of hard to tell. What did yeah. you What did you guys think about the doctor's, like, diagnosis of, like, well... The reason why this is happening is because their of their guilt. guilt. <laughs> I will say this. It gave us a great line. Great. Now it's my dick that's killing me. Right? Like, Dude, I love that I, guy. That guy was hilarious. Yeah, Kincaid's pretty great. Uh, he was one of the v- MVPs, in my opinion. Uh, what Dr. did you think about him? Sorry, go ahead. Dr. Sims was just in a very frustrating character. Which one was Dr. Sims? The, the old lady the, doctor. Oh, okay. Yeah, the old lady doctor to acknowledge anything about like i can from a like someone who doesn't understand or doesn't believe in anything myth mystical or supernatural i can kind of understand where she's coming from but also look outside the box if all of your proven stuff is not working try it other things like with the kid that got jumped out the window he got through a locked door that had chains on it. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, yeah, that's wrong. Well, again, they don't show what happened in reality. So, he, like, the Freddy could have destroyed the chain and he could have gone through it. It's just the dream world he went through. Oh, okay, that's true. What did you guys think about uh, Kincaid's line of, like, come get me, bitch. Where are you at? You a pussy. Like, all that stuff. See, that's what really drew Freddy... Because Freddy's like, um, I'm the only one who gets to say bitch, not you. <laughs> like, that's, that's my line. That he just uh, straight yeah, up called him out like, where are you at, Freddy? Come on. If you guys are interested, I have uh, some interesting things about the director. Sure. Uh, Chuck Russell. So he he did a couple more horror movies. He did The Blob, which is like a remake I've never seen. Uh, he also directed my favorite Jim Carrey movie, The Mask. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Not my favorite, but it is definitely top five. And uh, <laughs> he did uh, the uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, Eraser. Okay. I could. Mm, okay. And then uh, he did the Scorpion King. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the, fir- the first one? The very first yeah, one. Yeah, I like that the, movie. Yeah. With The Rock. With the Black so Adam interesting, guy. Uh, I think he's got a very interesting... Uh, like um filmography yeah that yeah that, not you wouldn't connect them no not really. a, well maybe the mask kind of has the dream like yeah. stuff but i don't know imagine but Jim carries then, the mask imagine the mask meeting freddy krueger oh the mask would win unless freddy took the mask from him ah no, so the all right, we're, that'd be going into like the comics and whatnot. Of yeah, we're, this is this is a nightmare <laughs> podcast, not a yeah, mask podcast. Can't, we can't get on oh, too much of that. The mask <laughs> is a nightmare. <laughs> like it, there is, there's no joke about the mask. It is, it looks fun, but it's a horrible, horrible item. So, uh, oh, good. So there was actually something we mentioned earlier about him having the syringes for fingers and whatnot. Yeah. Uh 
I never <laughs> quite realized just how much influence Freddy Krueger seemed to have on uh, Scarecrow from the Arkham games. Oh, yeah. Because That's true. I didn't even put those two together. Like, that is, like, I saw that and I was like, oh, it's Crane. Wait, no. Oh, Crane mimicked Freddy. Like, yeah, that is and it's almost interesting a... that you mentioned that, Nate. Because oh, really? in Injustice 2, Dr. Jonathan Crane, the Scarecrow, is voiced by Robert Englund. Oh, that's that's cool. I like is it? that. It's a nice little Oh, no, in. that's Mortal Kombat. I was going to say, is it Freddy Krueger a guest? But he's a, he's a guest in Mortal Kombat. He is in Mortal Kombat, yes. Yeah. yeah. He, he does play in Mortal Kombat. Uh, has some pretty sick uh, fatalities, but they're all pretty sick fatalities. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another thing I really found interesting was that out of all of the original patients from the hospital, only three of them went to go save Joey. Uh, and the three of what? them... Yeah, the original patients were Taryn, Kincaid, and Will. They were the original patients. Kristen was the new one who kind of brought them together. Uh, and those three represent the three basic classes of a fantasy genre. You oh, had yeah. Taryn, who was the badass rogue dual-wielding her daggers. Mm -hmm. You had Will, the wizard master. And Kincaid, the strong warrior. I guess that is true. I didn't think of that, that either. That is true, yeah. Ty, I, learned, I just like that little thing. Ty, learned something because, new. Uh, and if this movie had come out like 10 years later, they would have been playing actual D&D &D instead of whatever that bootleg uh, version was. Yeah, I think it was called, I think it was Wizard Master. Like, yeah. he based his dream persona Wait, on his D thing. Is D&D &D not that old? I thought it was pretty uh, old. I, I think it is pretty old, but I don't know if it had the popularity at the time. to, Or maybe yeah. they could not afford the license for that. Man. That's, that's, what also I, possible. that's what I was thinking. But D&D &D just gives it out nowadays. Like, True. But they were like, hey, all publicity is good publicity. It, which, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I want to play the game Wizard Master, okay? <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, like, I just thought that was a really interesting little tidbit that they were going in to save their friend Joey from the demon lord from the pits of hell kind of thing. Like, that, that was cool to me. So do you guys have any other questions or thoughts about the movies? Not about the movie itself, but I do want to point out the uh, music video that I posted in your Discord, Raceland. Oh yeah, it's uh they the song is Dream Warriors. It was written and performed by the American heavy metal band Dokken. Think like heavy metal, like uh, Motley Crue, Bon Jovi, so, that hair ha metal, hair really. Metal, yeah, yeah, and uh, uh, it plays during the end credits, and in the music video itself, actually features Robert Englund as Freddy. And oh, uh, sick. It has clips from the movies, but it also has new footage that they filmed for the music video itself. Oh, that's pretty cool. And I don't have much about the score because I don't recognize the guy who composed okay. it. Nate, anything else you'd like to add? Uh, I just like the fact that Joey broke out a Black Bolt scream. Yes, oh, he did. Yeah, that was that's... cool. <laughs> yeah, like I he... always forget. Sorry, I always forget right, that that's like his actual power. Like, it's not just the fact that he can talk; it's that he has like that ah, ah. scream power. <laughs> He's he is vocal banshee like character. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I guess that brings us to the ratings. Um, out of five, 
Let's start with Nate. What would you give this movie? I'd give it a solid four out of five. This was this was more in line with the Freddy that I wanted to see. The humor was there. Uh, obviously, the deaths like I didn't want the characters to die, but if they had to die, they did a spectacular show of it. So yeah, I'd go with that. Ty. Okay, so apparently I've already reviewed this on Letterbox, so I'm just gonna say. Uh, I think that this is a nice follow-up to the first, uh, excuse me, a Nightmare on Elm Street movie, uh, ah. even even more so than the second one, which I enjoy. I think this one fits in line with the rest of the series, and it starts building a continuity that is very good. Um, I guess it understands the assignment. I'm not quite sure what the assignment was, but uh, just watch good a movie. movie. Just watch a movie. <laughs> yeah, just, just watch the movie, and uh, I'm going to give it four and a half stars. Ooh, a four and a five. half. Nice. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm and giving, what about you, Grayson? I would give this about a four. It's a really, really fun movie. I really enjoyed it. Doesn't deserve the five yet. Like, five has got to blow me out of the water. I don't know if we're going to get that with any more of these because every list that I've seen is like, it's either this one or the first one is always top <laughs> number one spot. But I very now, much, I very much enjoy this movie for sure. Now I, I I still think you guys will continue to enjoy these because if you like the goofy aspects of the franchise, they just get dialed up to eleven. Oh, I further. love goofy movies. Like that's the reason why I like some of these like quote unquote bad movies because they're just so silly. That I also enjoy a goofy movie, you know, Powerline and uh, Max and yeah, yuck and all that yeah. and stuff. Uh-huh. Yuck, yuck. Um, so I guess it brings us to the end before I do my spiel. Ty, do you want to plug your stuff? Uh, hold on. Nate's got a thing to say. Uh, so earlier I asked you guys, what would your dream slash powers be? Oh man, I don't know. Ty, you go first. Uh, my dream power would be, um, wow. Uh, I, I can, I can get. I can take hits. I can get hit a lot. Yep. See, yeah. I don't want to go OP as hell and just be like, I'm a god or something stupid. No, I'm not saying that. Like, I'm not invincible. I can just take hits. Like, Kincaid has super strength. He's wanting super endurance. Yeah. I'll take super speed. <laughs> I don't know. Super what? Speed. 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 Okay. I don't but know. I said B. I'm like, you're going to be a buzzing B? What? Yep. Yeah. And uh, uh, what, what's your power, Nate? So I thought long and hard about this because my first instinct for anything is to go super overpowered. And I was like, well, yeah, just be like the wizard. I'll create whatever I need to. But instead, I decided to go with hope. Yep. Hope? Oh, yeah. Were you guys expecting something different? Yeah, I was expecting like I'm a god. I was expecting no. I'm a werewolf. Yeah, was that true? While I do <laughs> like the idea of going into a werewolf thing, like that is yeah. But I'm talk I'm wanting to go into this like what would be an inspirational thing? Inspiring hope. All right. So being All right, able flash. to turn a nightmare around into a dreamlike state. Are you gonna have an S on your chest for the symbol of hope like Superman? Exactly. Yeah, no. Yeah, actually, it's uh, in Kryptonian, it means hope. If you <laughs> yeah. haven't seen Man of Steel. Uh, yeah, no, not having that. Uh, but no, that would be my power. Just the inspiration of hope. Like, I'd have the aura of hope. 
All right, Ty, uh, do you want to go ahead and plug every, <laughs> where you can find your stuff at? Let's just sail on past that, huh, Race? Yeah, like, no, uh, in reality, it would be a world. Not, Come on, guys. Like, like, yeah, we, we know. Yeah. Uh, I got a hope for you right here. Uh, the um, Yeah, you can find me uh, over at uh, What's Playing Tonight. Uh, it's a movie podcast. We do two episodes a month. Uh, I think our next episode is Scream, which is another Wes Craven joint. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and it, yeah, what what start... what would people be expecting when they go over there right now? Is there anything you recently put out? Oh yeah, we just did a a pod on uh, Halloween ends. Uh, so if you want to watch that movie, you can watch it on Peacock right now, and then go uh, hear what we have to say about it. All right. Well, I guess Man. that brings us to the end of the podcast, and I'll have all of Ty's links in the description below if you want to check out his channels. Yeah, uh, hope... Tune link. Yep. Kid link. Yep, all the links. Sorry, right. Yep. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you're interested in more content, you can check out my link tree, which shows all of our other accounts. If you like this, please think about liking and subscribing. If you're interested in talking about upcoming topics, please join us at our Discord or our Facebook page, which is in the links in the description below. We don't have any comments about this movie on Facebook, Twitter, nothing like that. So I guess that uh, that's it. We'll see you guys on the next podcast.